Your dog is 99.8% wolf. This is some serial what? killer shit. And wolves what? run in packs. I don't think this is how any Cut. of this works. Dogs, they're coming. They're coming your way. They'll be here soon. There's no easy way to say this, Wesley, so I'm just gonna come right out with it. Mommy and Daddy are splitting up now. Mm. Who makes these laws? Wesley's property? The outstanding issue is the custody arrangements. I'll assign a veterinary behaviorist to evaluate you both. <laughs> Wesley's on the verge of psychological disarray. Oh, Who says I need a man? A good plan. Keep your heart in a cage and die alone. I'll be with you in a minute! <laughs> All right, let's talk about this grandma. So, grandma is in a karaoke bar. Uh, okay, anyway, welcome to the podcast. Uh, but I don't want to talk about this. Where we watch movies about good boys and bad movies. Today we watched Who Gets the Dog, a 2016 film starring Ryan Quantin and Alicia Silverstone. And it's an emotional <laughs> vampire of a movie. Uh, we... Should we rate the emotional vampirism characters in this? I I don't Are even know. We have a ranking need... ranking of who the most emotional vampire is. It's all who's, of them. Who's the biggest? All of them. Well, I mean, are they all A tier, S tier? I feel like they're all at least A to S, right? They're all S. The question is, which are S plus at their job of emotionally stealing any joy out of each other's lives? Okay. Yeah. No, no, yeah. That's this is right, a dog right. divorce movie. Yep. It's what yep. it says on the cover. It sure <laughs> is. I, I saw you scroll past this and I was like, wait, what? No, that can't be what it is. I I need to see this. And you're like, do you really need to see this? I'm like, yes, I need to see this. Boyks, I did not need to see this. You did not need to see <laughs> I the didn't divorce need to see movie. This. this movie is what it says on the cover. It is, you scrolled past it, it said, who gets the dog? And I went, that's a dog divorce movie? So it's about a couple that fight over their dog and they have to get back together for the sake of their dog. Like it's a shitty Mrs. Doubtfire, but with less transphobia, but also no jokes. And yes. Yes. Yeah. No, that's yeah. right. Here's how low effort this is, though. They didn't even get the tagline right. It's not even the correct pun. No. The tagline of the film is breakups can be... Woof. <laughs> not not rough. Mm-hmm. Not not rough. No. Like rough cuts. Woof. 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 Breakups can be woof. They didn't even fucking did did they even say it out loud? Before they put it on the box? No. God I, damn I'll it. I'll tell you right... I can tell you right now that they absolutely did not. <laughs> they, they didn't... Nobody thought about this movie past five minutes of the pitch. Like, no, like, like I was saying while we were watching it, they wrote this down on a Denny's napkin, covered yes. it in coffee stains, <laughs> and the blood of Marilyn Manson from a brawl that happened there. And then mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. handed it in to some producer and like, hey, can you make this? Is this good? Is this good? I love that you're going to keep doing the niche joke that Marilyn Manson got beat to shit in <laughs> my particular Denny's. The, the thing that literally nobody on the planet besides you knows. Perfect for our <laughs> podcast. Hello, listeners. I'm glad that you now, now you have context for this joke. <laughs> Why, why would I need to give context <laughs> to the Marilyn Manson getting why, beat up in Why would Denny's? we need to give context to the jokes that we make on our podcast? <laughs> Nobody, none of the movies give context for any shit, so who cares? Manson performed on Saturday night. Now at around 2.30 Sunday morning, he and his entourage were leaving a Denny's. When witnesses say Manson and a 21-year-old man got into a fight and Manson got punched in the nose. Like in this movie, okay, 
So you hear dog breakup movie. It's about them getting back together. Haha, ha, wacky hijinks. So they break up, but they don't know who's going to get the dog. And then wacky hijinks ensue. And then they realize they're good for each other. So they've got to get back together. So let's write that movie. Okay, let's mm -hmm. start out the movie. So what we're going to do is we're going to show a, a loving couple... And we're going to, like, build up how they met. Like, we can kind of speedrun it. Maybe a montage or something. But, like, we'll show how they met. Um, show, like, what their relationship is like. All the things they like about each oh, other. Oh, give context. And then we'll show, like, a right. set. We'll give a setback. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, something happens where, like, uh, they try to have a kid and it fails. Or, like, one of them doesn't want to have a kid yet. Or, like, there's some kind of tragedy or something that happens that that causes an issue in the relationship. And then we show the downhill slide. And, like, then the dog is... Like, maybe they even get together because of the dog, uh -huh, right? Uh -huh. Like, maybe they yeah. they meet in the dog park. And then they're like, oh, we should get a dog. And then they laugh about it. And they it shows them adopt the dog. So the dog is, like, an integral part and, of the relationship. And at some point, the dog, like, like, after they break up, the dog does things. Like, constantly brings up, like stuff that they remembered about each other so that there's yeah, context like to they why have the a dog shared was connection so with the dog to their life yeah yeah so we yeah. all right so like because of course what you'd yeah. want to do is you'd want to make it this is about who gets the dog you'd want to have the dog maybe be like i said integral to them meeting, mm -hmm. and like you said you would have like, like where the, the glue dog would maybe them together, maybe yeah. like the dog yeah maybe the dog always liked to eat like spaghetti and meatballs with them or something so they always fed the dog and then like oh i'm making spaghetti and meatballs but oh we have too much because oh she's not here or the dog's not here oh, no. right like, oh, oh, yeah. oh it's throwing off my routine because i'm so used to us all being together oh this sucks or we could just start the movie with them already broken up and fighting over oh and just being and abusive shitheads like to each, each other, other for like 50 minutes straight we that, could do that, that would help yeah let's do that let's just have them argue and bicker for 50 plus minutes mm -hmm. i know that you know that i know that you know that he knows it's my place or no place uh about nothing to show how much the they dog? like each other and then uh -huh. how much they want the dog because it's something that they should possess and they have no emotional attachment to it at all it's just a thing that they want. It's a MacGuffin. A dog guffin. That sounds... We could probably... I mean, you're saying yeah. 50 minutes. Could we stretch that out to an hour and 45 or so to make people suffer more? Oh, that'll be better for the box office. Yeah, we could release that in theaters. We could really make people hate themselves if we make this movie. This would be great. So that's, uh, I so, think we're done talking about the movie, right? We've done it. This is the podcast episode. I think that we, uh, I we nailed a, it. I made a note six minutes into the film. Uh, it says, kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember the context, but <laughs> that was, that was not a good sign. If that was six minutes. <laughs> oh, this is going to be super shitty. I'm going to hate the fuck out of this. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nice. I'm glad are you that you didn't get any sleep last night. Uh, what kind of divine punishment is this? <laughs> this movie is <laughs> stupid, and I I want to say abusive, but I, it's not. It never rises to that level. Because there's not enough energy for it to... Like, so here's the thing. I feel like it would be abusive in a way if they actually went for more quote-unquote comedy and mm -hmm. tried to make things zanier. But because everything in this movie is instead so flat and boring, it doesn't have enough energy to rise to that level and it just settles for dysfunction. <laughs> Like, I, guess. I wouldn't call it abuse, it's just dysfunction. Like, the, this is the kind of movie that when my wife and I sit down and watch it, we both look at each other and we go, is this what people think relationships are? Because I don't... I, I feel like most marriages would have to be miserable, right? Like, is this is... is this what people are like? Is this what married people normally are like? Do they just hate each other all the time? Are they just miserable, incompatible assholes that despise everything about each other? And, like, 
the men versus women thing? Like, is this what people are like? I mean, probably to some extent, I, but also, I guess, right? Yeah, like, but but I also, just, I think this is just oh. like the barest minimum level of an understanding of a relationship, and it's extremely sure. immature yeah. and childish and infantile in how it treats its characters and its audience. No. Yeah. Like yeah. It's, it, it's the lowest level possible writing for what they could have been trying to do. Yeah, because uh, to give context to this, so we have Ryan Quantin, who, uh, oh boy, your career didn't take off after True Blood, hey buddy? Um, <laughs> uh, anyways, we have Ryan Quantin and Alicia Silverstone, who I was prepared to feel bad for until I saw that she was executive producing this piece of shit. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, well, never mind. She... She apparently thought it was good enough to fucking pay money into, so she's... You made your own bed, lady. <laughs> you star in this. But, um... It... They wrote Wine Mom and Stinky Hockey Dad. I Stinky Hockey Dad. This movie is more of a hockey movie than it is a dog movie. There's way more hockey than not... dog. There is, but also... Well, we'll get to that, because I feel like the... Wait, the resolution of the hockey yeah. storyline fucking pisses are, me are off. Are you saying the writer who didn't understand human relationships also doesn't understand hockey? <laughs> Is that where you're going? Yeah, it's less that they don't understand it and more just the way that they end. That end, you know what I'm talking about with the ending. Do I need to just, just say it? Do I just, just need to say it, the yeah, way that they it. end? Yeah, the ending Okay, sucks. fine, fuck it. So the ending of this... Throughout this entire movie, he is a minor league professional hockey player going place to place playing hockey. Yeah. And, like, so he's, I don't know, making $80,000 a year, whatever. And they're making it sound like he's a bum because of this, which is really fucking funny to me. Because they're like, I looked it up, I'm like, well, okay, well, if, if he's playing for the minors just underneath, like, the NHL... Then, like, how much does the AHL, the American Hockey League, because, hey, I'm Canadian, I have to know a little bit about this. Uh, like, what is their salary? Like, what, I'm like, what do people make during that? And I, I looked and I'm like, oh, they have a guaranteed minimum of $51,000 US a year. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, fuck, that's like 50% more than I make. <laughs> like, And they're trying to portray him as, like, this useless bum who lives in a mobile well, home that's because the, home thing. the writers are just rich white people who don't understand yeah. human <laughs> people that don't have money like they do yeah you understand this Any, right they're completely disconnected from reality <laughs> yeah i guess so anyway he his storyline is that he wants to get called up to the majors but he's a older guy because he's like 40, so he's in goal goaltender. And then they say, oh, Longo injured himself, which threw me really hard because they picked a name that's like a actual famous hockey player, Roberto Luongo, who was still playing at the time, but they said it as Longo. And so they're, I don't think that's who they're referencing. I think that it's like they're picking... Robert Longo instead of Roberto Luongo because you've you've got to be legally distinct. They got the player's they had, like, name wrong. Generic beer, and then they also said that he's going to be substituting in for the Chicago Bulls. Yes, the fuck yes. they got the team the, wrong. You know and the, the major sport, hockey team and the sport wrong. Clay Lonergan gets his first start in goal tonight for the Chicago Bulls in front of a sold-out crowd. But, well, like, I understand they had to make up a hockey team because they don't have but, the rights to the actual NHL team. But you don't make up the Chicago team. Bulls. That's a no But you know, team. exactly, yeah. You don't, you don't use the other major sports team. The more famous <laughs> sports team from Chicago as your name then. Yes, that's fucking stupid. God Correct. It. It's very dumb. It's very, 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 very dumb. But anyway... So his whole thing is that he wants to get called up to the majors, and then right as he he does at the very end of the movie, and instead of going to his game, he's looking for his dog. But he manages to make it, and they're like, oh, it's his first major game! He's out there on the ice, and they show, like, a crowd cheering and him on the ice. And then hard cut to, 
Oh no, they, they just show a shot of the stadium, not even the game, nothing in the game, none of the actual hockey. This is like 10 seconds of, they show him on the ice, fans cheering, pyrotechnics go off, he waves to the crowd, he's so excited to be there, hard cut, arena, oh no, Lonigan has been hit, he's injured, we've got to rush him to emergency. Hard cut to hospital, he's being wheeled in, that's the end of the hockey storyline. Yep. They never mention that he's ever picked up, that he does a good job, nothing. He goes on the ice for five fucking seconds, gets fucking destroyed off screen so that he's permanently injured and never can play again. Done with End that. of the story. Done, Done with, with that, that one. one. Who gives a fuck about this character's dreams? Y'all hate him anyways, right? We hated writing him. Bye. My God. Fuck this movie. Fuck this movie. What the fuck is that ending? It makes How is, no like, sense. They, just never, yeah. they don't even mention that, like, whether he's on the team or off the team afterwards, whether he did a good job, nothing. Like, it's just, they totally drop that entirely. And as you said... That is maybe the larger plot than anything else in this movie. Right. Like, Nothing else has any stakes. This could very easily be like a Mighty Ducks film or something, right? Like, it's more about him going to the hockey game than it is about him getting back together with his shitty girlfriend. I cared more about that. And he's I shitty, cared too. cared more about it. But yes. Like, they're both yeah. shitty to each other, but, like... Yeah, the hockey game is way more important. And and all the positive moments of the film happen on the hockey rink. Yes. Everything else is a negative. Everything yes. regarding yeah. the relationship is just just down a fucking well of depression. Yeah. Yeah. Like they hate each other. Yo, absolutely. They hate each They hate each other. They have nothing in common and they have no setup for any like mm -hmm. joy in their relationship they never show anything that they did together sorry no they do show one thing i guess they show one thing that they did together they, that they like i do know what they did together they used to cosplay at the dog festival yep and we, we know that because of the opening scenes as they're pulling up down all their stuff to to move out from you know yeah. the same apartment there's just all these random fucking photos of them like cosplaying with their dog on their mantle with no context at all yeah and then yeah. an hour Correct. 20 minutes later they're like oh we love going to the dog festival and dressing up like idiots <laughs> like okay if that's your yes. thing but like yeah come on man but like <laughs> we don't even see them Again, you'd need yeah. to actually show that. Like, show them having a good, fun time at the dog festival, meeting this dog, yeah. like, enjoying each other's company. There's zero... These characters, until about an hour and 20 minutes in, do not show a single moment where they were like, wow, I used to really like to do this with the other character. No, yeah. The only like thing we, the only thing we get is I can't believe you're doing thing. this with someone who isn't me. So the costumes really? they bought were from like Spirit <laughs> Halloween. You too. Yeah, I go into the doggy festival without me. Yes, yes. You broke up. It would really make it. You don't like. Go. And Correct. You don't Glenn like her. Centers having. She doesn't like you. Not that I can't believe that we enjoyed doing that so much. It's just I'm jealous of. Yeah, you that's doing even. It. Yeah, yeah, even. Yeah, even when they bring back that thing and he yeah. she ends up going to the festival with a different boyfriend, it's just that he's mad that well we used to do that together. I like doing that. Uh -huh. It doesn't have to do with. I liked doing that with, with you. you. It's, it's, it's I just... like doing it specifically, and you need to cater to me. That's what it was. Yeah. It's 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 a it's yeah. so shitty. <laughs> it's so shitty. Like, what were they thinking? I don't. Who? Mm. Mm. There's <laughs> okay. There's nothing redeemable. They nothing. they make a boyfriend. So there's. Do you want to talk about the other boyfriend? The the German boyfriend that. 
the the guy not a German. The the I just the standard white guy who speaks German to appear authoritative. And oh my god. And all and he does yeah, is he... talk about alpha males and being the leader of the pack for fucking every scene that he's in. Your dog is ninety nine point eight percent wolf. And wolves what? run in packs. Your dog needs a pack leader. You say that you're this dog's Pac-Man? And for some weird reason, he has a shaved head. And I don't know why, but he has this strange tattoo on his arm. It's like two black lightning bolts. I don't quite get it. <laughs> this Maybe... fucking skinhead that she meets? Dog trainer? Jesus Christ. Yeah, Jesus who's, Christ. who's supposed to be a good guy? <laughs> I think. Well... I don't... I mean, no, he's supposed to be evil, right? Like, okay, like, I mean, if you're writing this from... You, I mean, this is still a stupid premise and a yeah. stupid movie no matter what. But at least you understand the tropes of, like, okay, you need to set up these people like each other. And then you would probably have, like, the one outside guy that makes him realize that he misses being with her, right? Like, that's the way that a lot of these rom-coms are set up. That they're, right. And he's, the, the other guy always ends up being evil. Somehow. Like, he'll he'll be trying to get her back because he's like, oh, shit, I realize that I actually like her. And he's trying to get her back. And he's like, wait, that guy's all wrong for you. I found out that he's cheating on all these women all over town. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's something, something like that. Something, There's right. always something underneath. And so you're like, okay, they set this guy up as a weird dog trainer that they meet in the dog park when they're doing an airbud scene of trying to call the dog to each other this so is, they can This is one of determine three who gets the dog. Yeah, so they can determine who gets the dog, but also it it's not binding in any way or anything because it's just them in the park with each other with their dog off leash mm -hmm. like they're not supposed to. But he like whistles to their dog and makes it sit. And then he starts creeping on her really weirdly. And he then does like, oh, you got to be an alpha. Your dog is mostly wolf, you see. That's because both of you and are both fucking betas. Betas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. He does that whole thing. Fuck. Which obviously establishes him and, as a villain and, for and us. And your dog is 99.8% wolf. And you need to be a, a pack leader and an alpha male. Jesus yes, Christ. and then he like starts counting in ein, zwei, drei yeah. to yeah, the dogs. But, but he's seen as like a romantic interest that isn't bad in any way, and this is totally no. fine. And she finds him hot, and kind of in that he like asks her to like touch his chest during one yes. of their meetings, where one on one fucking training sessions. And she's just uh -huh. like, oh, wow, this is great. I don't want to kiss you, but I do want to fantasize about having sex with this German, this man who speaks German. He's <laughs> not German. But, uh, see, what bothers me about all this is, like you said, it it has all of the hallmarks of he's an evil, like, yes. he honestly seems like a fucking skinhead. Like, he really does. But in the context of the film, he's just a guy. No, like, they never portray nothing evil. It's not even bad. He's just a guy. He's just a guy. Like, they kind of portray it as, like, a little weird, but not bad. Yeah. And then he never does anything else that's evil. He never does anything. He, he just... He stops he by her. unannounced at that party. I mean, that was a jerk move, but the movie doesn't and even really get And he called her out it. for wearing a costume at the dog festival. Uh, are you gonna wear that all day? I was planning on it. He's... Less shitty to her than the other He's guy is. Way less shitty than for. the other guy is. Yeah. Yeah. Which is saying a lot because I think this guy is basically a fucking skinhead. I think, so he, I think he might be a serial killer too. <laughs> like, basically. Like, I, I think he, he, she kills people that he tricks into going to his dog trading. I think that's and what happens. He gives those vibes. He gives those fucking <laughs> vibes real hard. But... The movie also just seems like it doesn't understand it. It's like, like it's it's like the movie filming Ted Bundy yeah, picking up women, and it's going like, "Look at this nice young boy. Look, he's so sweet." And you're like, "Oh my god!" And the movie doesn't understand it that this is really fucked up and weird, and this is not the guy energy that like 
This, this is, is obviously this like villain your, energy. Your quirky boyfriend that you pick up during the divorce no. of your other guy, right? Like, this isn't it. Yeah. No. And then you're sitting there, like, waiting for him to do the heel turn where it's like, the movie says obviously and unironically, like, oh, this guy is bad news. Obviously, like, like where he needs to break down and treat her like shit. or uh-huh. treat Something. Or, like... Cheat on some, cheat on her with somebody. Like he's or putting like on a face the whole time, dog. and then like mask off something. Yes, there needs to be some twist where like yeah. suddenly you realize that he treats his dogs awful or whatever. Like even if it's minor like that, nothing happens. Absolutely nothing. He just does like weird speeches that are really off putting, mm-hmm. but like it's not so solid enough to feel like he's a villain really but she dumps him but she doesn't like there's never i don't even think she officially dumps him at all no no and she never really dates him like she goes out on a date and he tries to date her and they show one date and then he shows up at a party and he goes oh well we're dating now and she goes yeah i guess i guess And then he's not shown up for another 40 minutes and then he shows up at the festival the, yeah he, the festival because the other guy shows up in a costume to like try and win her back Woo her I guess. he's not trying to win her back he's just trying to get the dog back because he lost the rights to the dog because the court ordered him to not have the do- i and then then after that it just he never shows up again like they show up at the fair together the dog festival and he's in a costume he's kind of just and the other out guys the film, like oh costumes he? are stupid Yeah, and the other guy goes, oh, costumes are stupid. And they have, like, a slap fight. And she goes, both of you guys, break it up. And she leaves. And the scene ends. And then he's never seen again. That's just the end of his storyline. He's just gone. The two get back together for some reason. What? They have a fucking kid. Why? They should never have a kid. They shouldn't have a dog. They shouldn't have a dog. Yeah. No, I agree. They shouldn't have anything. They shouldn't have a relationship. They shouldn't have life. These people are no. miserable. Uh, here's another thing this movie doesn't understand. The court system. They're treating yeah. this dog no. like a uh, like a child. Uh, the evidence supports Miss Green's contention that she is the primary uh, caretaker. She pays for all the costs to provide for the animal while Mr. Larnigan needs. I'm an ambassador of joy, Your Honor. Uh. Seems less prepared for the responsibility of sole custody at this time. It is the court's decision to award sole custody to Miss Green. Where where you would With gain all custody. of the weight behind it of like and, yes, and they yeah. even point out the fact that like the dude's reading uh Clay is his character's name. He's reading yeah. books about, you know, child custody and his friend yes. who's very canadian uh and only speaks he's montreal he speaks he sounds canadian to me when he was talking very obviously okay but he um yes. he's like hey you know those books are like uh if it's a real human child not a dog you stupid moron you're innocent until proven broke man we got here to do a little reading. Winning child custody. That's Father's true. Guide. That's actually that true. Yeah. Good. I think it's for real human children, though. What's this one? Custody Warriors. That one sounds a little aggressive, but, I mean, I like where her head's at. And then the movie just I, breezes past that. Doesn't even give a shit. It brought it up and then be, immediately threw it away. <laughs> they brought it up and threw it away because the rest of the movie is everybody treating this dog like it's a real human child. Like it's child. a human child. Because they have a court system thing in here where they have court mandate mandated visitation rights visitation hours they both, yep they both get they both get lawyers to argue well he doesn't because he's too broke making his like eighty thousand hundred thousand dollars a year plus doing goaltending and getting mm-hmm. called up to the fucking major leagues i'm sure he's super fucking broke so they have like a whole court thing where they get visitation hours and they have to see a therapist for their dog who will decide uh, if they're a yeah. good enough home. Like what's the cost to the court system for this case? It's a it's a veterinary psychologist who can talk to the dog by getting on all fours, climbing on the table and going bark bark. 
What is the cost of the court system for this? I... Um... It needs to be more, to be fair. This is some quality <laughs> fucking work. Okay, I... Okay, oh. Yeah, she's a dog whisperer. Yes! What the is it, is he okay? fuck is Wesley this movie? Psychological disarray. Yes! I mean, just look at him swimming around in there, lost in his own thoughts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which sounds like it's presented as a joke. No. But it's not? There's nothing it's funny about that scene at all. But, like, it, the, uh, I also want to just say that the movie's not trying to make it funny. No. Like, they, they don't even they don't even go zany with it and have, like, the two people look at each other and go, Oh, my, my God, no, like, the psychiatrist is weird. Like, there's nothing. They do just... You, do you think this movie believes that pet psychics are real? And dog whisperers and horse whisperers and all that type of stuff? Because I think that's where they were going with this. I... I think that... I, this, this movie reeks of somebody... The writer, probably, uh, who's really into homeopathy medicine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that type I, of thing, right? Like, I get, I yeah. I don't yeah. know how else they would come up with this and and treat it the way they did in a rom com. Mm hmm. I really, it really bothers me too because I think that there is like a ripe vehicle for some humor there because there if could you've be. ever seen Bean like if, you, if you've ever seen Bean John Malkovich mm -hmm. there's an incredible storyline there of the one woman having a monkey that she takes to a psychologist to like unleash its past trauma and they they mine that for some stuff it's wild you don't know how lucky you are being a monkey because consciousness is a terrible curse. Like, the monkey has a big character arc flashback where it deals with its trauma, and, like, they have a flashback scene for the monkey where it overcomes its childhood trauma and, like, escapes from its cage and saves the day yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it got better adjusted from going to the psychologist, which is... It, there's something there. It's weird, but like it's there. But it, this the, just does nothing. The dog this isn't a character in this movie, though. That's the problem. No. So the psychologist has nothing no. to do because yeah. the dog's just an object for them to fight over. Mm -hmm. Which says yeah. a lot if they're making this an allegory for a child custody case. Yes. Like, holy yes, it sure does. shit. <laughs> and, yeah. man, they're treating everything with that seriousness, so... You nailed it when you said, when we were watching this, that it feels like if they had just inserted that it was a car or a television mm -hmm. that they were work that they had bought together and were trying to figure out how to split, it would have made absolutely zero difference to the actual film. Correct. Because there's no... Like, honestly, you could have done a better job of them getting, like, a TV as a present from one of their parents that was a shared thing and they both really loved that TV and it meant something because dad died and now they're fighting over their heirloom TV. That would have been a better emotional, like, like point to fix this movie on than this fucking dog because they don't show any of how they got it, any of the times they spent together with it, any of the things they liked to do together with the dog, besides mm -hmm. the 30 seconds that they spend in the beginning. They do a lot of costumes. manipulative bullshit of, like, making things up that they did with the dog to try and tell the court, hey, I should have this dog. Like, lying do they? about things. I guess. Like, the guy lying about stuff in his video he's making for the court. Oh, there sure, she I lies guess. about like the dog being perfectly fine when it's ripping up her whole apartment. They all they do is lie about things that they like to do with the dog and that the dog likes being with them. That's all they do. <laughs> There's no But like the lies genuine... are but the, the lies aren't even specific things. It's not like, "Oh, well we, you know, I love to have him home every day and we do our bubble bath together." Like it's not like a thing yeah. that they do. It's like Oh, he really likes me. We play. We go, um, he, he's a big part of my life. He's a big part of my life. Like, it's all like these vague yeah. a aphorisms of like, oh, well, he, I treat him like 
I'm his dad. He's my son. And it's like, okay, what does that mean? What do you do together? Uh... Well, I really love him. Okay, so what do you do? Well, he's a good dog. Okay, but what do you do together? What do you like about the dog? Well, he's a really good boy, and he's, and he's I, a like, nice dog, I and him. I like him. I feed him? And it's that. Yeah. It's that. That's the things they say. It's like, we play together. And then it shows that that's a lie, because he tries to do a video of like, oh, look, we play fetch. And he throws a stick for the dog, and the dog doesn't yeah. know how to play fetch. Yeah. Because they don't do anything with this dog. The dog probably doesn't know how to play fetch because they've just left the dog at home all day. You know, animal control should take this dog, I'm going to be honest. Yes. The, here's the other problem. With all the allegories of of uh, custody cases of real children that happen in real divorces, they also put a real child in this film <laughs> yes. that went okay, through a I real divorce and had to go through custody with mm-hmm. his parents. Mm-hmm. Who just hangs around with Clay's friend, his Canadian friend, all the time. It's mm-hmm. his nephew. Yep. And yes. and it's up to Clay to teach him that it's okay that your parents, your parents divorced. Broke up. Yeah. This fucking guy is the one that's gonna handle that situation well. And, mm-hmm. and teach this kid that it's okay and just keep going on with your life and it'll be fine and it's not about you. They didn't break up because of you, kid. So anyway, he teaches him that it's okay to be mad and just scream and yell and break things and get drunk. <laughs> and yep. Be a fucking complete mess of a human being. Life gets me mad. I get mad right back at it. <laughs> Feels good to let off a little steam. That was not I a point to there, laugh. Man, on the ice. That's hockey, man. I'm laughing at how yeah, right. fucking stupid they think this there. is. Pick up this bag. Just slam it down. Let out that steam. Look, Come just on. destroy Let shit. Get angry. How about this? Come on. Kick a cop. That's right? hockey, man. Come on. Oh, incoming! Uh, uh, what? Hey, what the hell's going on in here? Hockey. Hockey? Just hockey. We should clean this up, huh? Yeah, he goes like, you need to play hockey. Here, let's trash the locker room. That's hockey. And they just smash everything in the locker room. And then he goes, yeah, that makes you feel good, right? That's the shit. That's, like, that's yeah! what you should do because your parents yeah! broke up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck my parents. Break shit. And it's like, oh. They, they had a situation where they brought a literal child, not a dog being treated as a child, into, uh-huh. the, into the equation. And they fucked into that up. Story, yes. <laughs> they fucked that up, too. Well... I, I love that him showing this kid how to trash a locker room is then portrayed because she then is yeah. at one point at like an hour and 20 minutes in when suddenly they just suddenly. So like throughout this whole movie, they are yelling at each other. They hate each other. They don't get yep. along for anything. And then at a certain point at about an hour and 20 minutes when it's starting to wrap up, they both just suddenly go, huh. I really miss the other person. Oh, and it's no. like, why? I what? Actually, why? How? I, what? I forgot how much I love this person because the movie needs to end. Yes. Like there's zero impetus for it. And they just like, when they're around each other, they just suddenly are now wistful. I guess. Which they've never been around each other this whole movie. Like it's an hour and 20 minutes of them just shitting on each other. Yeah. And treating yeah. each other like garbage. And then they just stop. And there's no explanation as to why. And... She, at that point, goes, you know, he'd have always been a really good dad. Look at how he taught this kid how to fuck shit Look up. Look how he taught this kid <laughs> how like, to get mad. Great. Great. And then they just and immediately have out. a kid five minutes later. Yeah, he taught this kid how to get mad and lash out at everything around him. What a great dad. Love that man. And five minutes later, they go, and then they had a child together. And I'm like, good. What? Great. The two worst people on the planet have what? fucked and had a child. Great. Love to see it. 
I I don't even, I don't even, I don't know who this movie's for. (sighs) Okay. Okay. The kid did get found out that he sucks at, um, or he did find out that he sucks at, at playing regular hockey, like with the stick on on the actual rink, but he's really good at being a goalie. The kid has more emotional growth. Yes. And skill growth. Yes. In his yes. hockey game, than yes. either of the main characters. Correct. Yeah. This this child that is C plot D plot one of the many I plots. Think D, D yeah. plots yeah. D plot probably because it's like hockey. I feel like hockey. The third relationship, them getting back together, are like A, B, and C plots mm-hmm. in some order, and then this kid is D plot and. He has more growth and charm and stuff written into his storyline than anyone else in the entire movie. Like, this this should have been a film <clears throat> about them teaching this kid that went through a divorce of his parents how to, like, pick up his life and, and move on and it's not the end of the world. That should have been the story! Not them fighting over they, this they... fucking dog. No. Like, yeah, they, they had a... They actually have... That kid is pretty interesting in his storyline, mm-hmm. at least a little bit. Like, there's something there, at least slightly, more than anything else in this. And like I said, you could absolutely do an emotional core of, you know, like, this is her nephew or his nephew or something. And that kid brings them together because he realizes, like, how to be a dad or whatever. But no. No. And at the end of the movie, also, God, this is the other thing, like... That that's kind of sort of supposed to be part of his emotional arc is that with this kid he eventually goes like, Huh, you know, I think that I wanna have a family now. And then she suddenly it like cuts to her and she goes she's talking with her friend and she goes, You know, he never wanted to be a dad and blah blah like he just didn't want to have a family. He said that he did at one point, but then he kinda didn't, and that's why we broke up. And you're like, this is an hour and twenty some minutes into the movie. You can't now say this is why we broke up. He wasn't ready for a family and like retroactively change the rest of the movie. Yeah. To be her problem yeah. with him was that he wasn't enough of a family guy. And now that he's ready and grown eh. up because he's taught this kid, now he's ready to have a family and that's why I want him because they kind of like very vaguely allude to that like I don't want to say that that becomes the focus because it is literally a minute and a half worth of conversations total throughout the entire movie Mm -hmm. but they kind of insinuate that and it's like what the fuck are you talking about like this was never set up it was never said nobody mentioned it like this is the problem of them not showing anything about their relationship until it's fucking over like, the movie starts with him walking out the door. Correct. Why would you start there? Why would you start there? Because, like, the whole movie, we kept on saying, like, okay, so he gets a new dog and moves out. End of film. End of movie. Yeah. End of fucking film. Right? Like, one of them takes the dog and the other one, like, and then they just move out. They just move out. Because they're not even... The other thing, too, is that this is set up... At a, at one point, you went... So at the end of the movie, he goes, Do you want to not divorce me? And, like, pulls out a ring. A ring? But they... And yeah, but they were just dating, I told... Though. Like, yeah. at that point, I was like... I, I said, I'm like, what the fuck is this? They were just dating. And you're like, wait, were they only just dating? I'm like, yes! They, they specifically say early on, boyfriend and girlfriend. Not fiancé, not married, nothing. These are just two people that were boyfriend, girlfriend for like a year and a half or two with a dog. There's nothing here. This is just, you break up and fucking move on. <laughs> There's no emotional core to this no. movie. I'm done, let's rate the fucking no, dog. No, we're right? no, we're not done. We're not done. Because the, uh, okay, so the court, the court system... Uh, not only went out of their way to do research on who actually adopted the dog and got the paperwork yeah. for it. The judge does this. The not judge a did The it. judge does this. The judge this. did it. Yes. But it also, like, the whole film is showing how shitty Clay is and how bad he is at, at like, taking care of this dog. To the point where he mm-hmm. almost burned down his mobile home with the dog in it. Yes. And at the end, it's just like, well, clearly... 
clearly Olive would be better for taking care of this dog because the home environment's better. And uh, she just has a, a better location to take care of this animal. And you have shown absolutely no skill or reason that we should let you keep this dog in your possession. Anyway, here's the paper that says you own it now. And fuck you. And she flips off Olive with both fingers. Mm-hmm. Why? And why? You could have just gave it to all of that's the resolution of the storyline. You could have just yeah. gave it to all of There's no reason. This guy, there's nothing that says this guy deserves this dog. Green clearly has I just, a more stable home. And this probably would have been the deciding factor. That is, until I took a look at the adoption records. Your Honor, those documents are missing. The dog rescue uh. agency was able to locate a copy. So the judge, the, right, the judge went out of her way and did homework for them. No, the judge would never that do that. The legal property of Mr. No. Larnigan. This is no longer a custody issue. Bailiff, please return Mr. Larnigan's property to him. Court adjourned. But I mean, it, legally, it would make sense that if his name's yeah. on the adoption papers, he owns the dog. Dogs are property. But they could have like, just dropped, they didn't have to write that in. Everything nope. in the film shows that he shouldn't have this thing. I mean, it also undercuts the entirety of the rest of the story. Yes. In that there's like this whole plot line of them fighting each other to be a better dog parent and make this dog less stressed and behave better. Mm -hmm. So that their court-appointed animal behavior psychologist lady that barks at them can say that they're the number one parent and they'll keep the dog so they have that whole thing and then it's undercut in 10 seconds when they go back to court and the lady goes i've made a determination that this dog psychologist has said that olive's the best mom and obviously olive needs the mom so i thought why don't i just fuck with this and i went and did my own research and found the adoption papers and actually it yeah. belongs to and, him so anyway and then she told you to go on facebook and do your own research when things come up because that's more important <laughs> fucking christ okay so that's bullshit uh i have a couple more things i want to point out before we rate the dogs i think these are important of course okay yeah so sure uh in the first airbud scene in the park where they're having the airbud of like, come on, dog, come on, dog. And they're both doing really stupid things and like smacking their ass and rolling around on the ground. Uh, all oh, of God. Yeah, we need to. I think that this is the one that we need to put on Twitter because uh... this is embarrassing. This is an embarrassing scene. So as they're doing that, Olive's friend, her doctor friend that works at the hospital with her, uh, says, hey, we got to hurry up. I have an enema in an hour. I've got an enema in an hour. I, which I assume is her. But not mine. But I assume it's her enema <laughs> because of the context. And it's like, okay, that's great that you set up an enema appointment at your own hospital for you. But I don't know if that was important to the story. <laughs> so thank you for that. I appreciate that, that fucking image in my head. And now you have it too. Now the second <sighs> thing. Um, so as, as uh, Clay is making his movie where he lies about how much he spends time with his dog and his dog likes him. I'd like to interrupt you for just yeah. a moment and go back to that last scene. Oh, you want to go back to the enema? Upon, okay. I just want to impress upon people. Yeah, yeah, I want to put, I want to, I want to circle back around, back yeah. behind, to the behind to the, butt. To the yeah. enema scene. Mm -hmm, yeah. okay. mm -hmm. So we can talk about the butt of the joke, which okay, is yeah. her. Her enema, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, anyways, uh, I do want to just mention them crying and screaming on the ground and throwing little tantrums to try and get the dog to like a them. child. Like, it is, yeah, it is so embarrassingly bad. The way that I want to describe this scene is if you've ever gone to a local theater where they're doing improv nights, um, but it's they're doing local improv theater and it's their new people that are just starting out and have never done improv before. Or if it's the high school improv, that's what this scene is asking those two actors to act and get, do, do wacky stuff to get a dog over to you. That's their prompt. And it is the two least skilled people for improv that I've ever seen. And they just film it 
one time, and then they're like, good enough, and that's it. Like, it is the worst improv scene I think I've ever seen. It is mm -hmm. embarrassingly bad. Like, they are just... It's so low, and, it, like, I, I want to make fun of it, but it's so... We'll have to show it, because it's just, bad. It's, bad. it's impossible to explain, because it yeah. is just them laying on the ground, flailing their arms and going, Wesley! For a minute and a half. It's... It's so bad. It's so... It's, the, it's, it's awful. One of the worst yeah. scenes I've ever seen in a movie. Oh, they did the Airbud thing. Did you get it? It's Airbud. But it's stupid. I mean, have you seen Airbud? It's pretty stupid in Airbud. I have, yeah. Yeah, but the dog chose the kid because of legal reasons in Airbud. This is just. This is just stupid. These are. Are they supposed to ad lib this? I. Mm, I yeah. So Clay was Clay was taking a movie. He was making a movie. Um. So he said that he was going to shoot the movie in black and white. And then Ryan, uh, Ryan, the actor who has never heard this word before, attempts to say the word noir. Film noir. Mm-hmm. And it comes off mm -hmm. as moi. Mm -hmm. Film noir. Noir. Film noir. Film noir. Film noir. Film from 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 Nyer and they left that take in and I don't think it was supposed yeah. to be a joke I don't know if it was or not I'm not sure if it was yeah. okay you're a dumb yeah. hockey player so you don't know what film noir is but he, he goes film noir no I think that was the actor just, I don't think that was the just, character yeah yeah, I yeah, I yeah. I don't know about that one um, uh, okay on, on the list of unfunny things this movie does uh, there is a Twitter and a Facebook known as Woofer and Dog yep. Page. Uh, there is a beer. They also do a dog doggy gram. They do doggy, oh, doggy gram, gram too. too. Doggy gram. Uh, they're all yeah. shit, and I hate those jokes. Yeah. And there's no humor or thought put jokes. into any of them. Jokes. They're on. They flash them on screen as transitions for three seconds between yeah. certain scenes for no reason. Like it's never shown this dog has social media. It's never shown that any of these people are posting for it. They just. Threw it in there between scenes for. Yep. I don't fucking know. I have no fucking I have idea no why idea, that was yeah. in there. Okay, and then someone thought that was very smart. Uh, it, in regards to other things, they can't license. Uh, they have beer brand beer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Which, oh God, yes, which we do need tastes to get like into the licensing which tastes like movie. beer. I mm. I assume. Uh, beer with a star on it. It's Beer Star. Yeah, Beer Star. Beer Star. He's had fifty uh, cent Beer Star. But of the things they could license, they put Papa John's in there. Went out there and crushed the Papa John's Wolverines. All right. Oh, because Papa John's paid them. That's yeah. that's almost certainly what that is. That oh no, see you see Papa John's fucking forked over some goddamn money. Because the junior hockey team is called Papa John's Wolves. Yes. Also, you did some research on that and found another licensing deal they did. I don't remember the deal. The well, minor hockey team, right? Wasn't it filmed actually? Wasn't the minor hockey team the actual hockey team? Yes, sorry. This was arena? filmed in Chicago at the Wolves Stadium in their locker room. And rooms, they're called the Chicago and, Wolves. And their costumes and their logo. Mm -hmm. It's all the Chicago Wolves, which is, that is a real team. Uh, and it is a pipeline into an actual, real, like, NHL team. Yes. Correct. So but, so they did this as, like, a promotional yeah. for their, their minor league, you know, mm -hmm. hockey team. Mm -hmm. Yep. To the point where you even said that you thought the... I, we need to look that up, but the coach that... Like that, that might have been the real CEO coach. or whatever. Yeah, yeah it seemed like it might have been yeah. the actual coach for the Wolves, which is... 
Wow. Yeah. So they had some licensing agreements to make some money off this movie. I hope it worked out well for them. I mean, I, hey, I guess, listen. Yeah. In, in 2016, Papa John's had nowhere to go but up, 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 baby. Until he was eating 40 pizzas a month. <laughs> 20... This is this is just before he started eating forty pizzas a month. My and, God! Um, uh, and we will say uh, no more about Pop- Papa John. I feel like Papa John's really started his slide right about here. Uh, this, is, this might have been like this might have found been the, the inflection point. Yeah, this could have been it. Like I said, yeah, yeah. We we found the origin of the Papa John story. All right. Uh, that's all I want to say about it. The only other thing is the only thing I can compare this movie to, other than Mrs. Doubtfire, is Jingle All the Way. And it has, yeah. those movies are 98, 99.8% wolf. <laughs> this movie is fucking 0.2% anything good. This is the beta. This is the beta. <laughs> Wait, actually, if they're 99.8% wolf, what's the other 0.2%? Uh, jokes? There's no, this movie is not point jokes. jokes. I don't know. I, huh. I just thought about that. Like, wait a minute. Yeah. They, they, they're 100% wolves just having been bred out. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. So like this, so let's rate Wesley, the dog. Uh, the only dog in this movie. Wesley has a full name. It's Wesley James Lonergan. Mm-hmm. Has his mm-hmm. full name. Uh, Wesley, he has a Christian name, thank yeah, you. Wesley yes, is a very good boy. Loves pets. Loves sleeping in the human's bed and curling up under the sheets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, is way too good for either of these two fucking people. Is very into pissing in cars. Yep, um, very into that. Yep. Loves chewing pillows. Cages. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Is an escape artist. But couldn't yes. escape from this film. Does wonderful paw paintings all up and down the hallways of his daycare center. Uh, sorry, you went robot. Oh. Uh-oh. Hello? Can you hear me? You're robot. I'm robot. Robot. Rubit. Uh, well, I mean, we have the backup. Can you hear me now? Is it better? No. Uh, let's wait a second for it to reconnect. There we go. I think it. I think it reconnected. Oh, it wasn't disconnected on my end. Okay. Better? Yeah. There we go. Okay. He does wonderful paintings up and down the hallways of his daycare center. Oh, that's Plot, true. Paintings. It's true. They have. Horrible daycare center that makes the dogs do paintings against their will. And then when they let the dogs out while they're full of paint because they don't close any of the doors, they yell and scream at the dogs and then lock them in tiny little kennels and abuse them. This movie thought that was funny. Ha ha ha. Yeah. I would say uh, Wesley James Lonergan is a sweet lab, a sweet boy. Way too good for this film. Uh... Needs to call their agent out of ten. I I would like to rate this dog a BenQ GL twenty four fifty, which they might as well have fought over instead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because yeah. they their their prized gaming monitor that their their father gave one of their fathers gave to both of them as a present so they could play games together. Which would have more emotional core than this dog could have just Leslie. been a PlayStation Five and it would have been the same. <laughs> yes, it yeah, same. yeah. Um, it could have been a pre-order for a PlayStation. Yeah, that 5. could have been it. They could have gone to court over a pre-order of PlayStation Fight, Five. Fighting over a the pre-order. Same movie. We we pre-ordered it together. Well, I waited up. I waited up for eight hours refreshing the web page to get that pre-order. Well, I paid for it on my credit card. Mm, it sounds like you both have pretty equal claim to this <laughs> PS Five. Yeah. I don't know. I yep. guess we're gonna have to give gaming rights to both of you. Well, looks like we're gonna have to cut it in half and give you each half of that PS5. The only the only way to make this game God. this movie more insufferable is to make them both gamers. <laughs> there we go, we figured it out. Uh, we figured out the way to make them both worse people. Uh, um That's it. Uh, That's it. 
That's that's it. That's I'm done. I'm tapped out of this movie. Fuck this movie sucks. I'm, I'm, I'm tapping out of this one. Yeah. I'm very sorry. I said to you at the beginning, I'm like, we have to watch that. It's about divorced dogs. That's so stupid. We have to see it. Boinks, we didn't have no, to see it. No, we did not. <laughs> we, we, we really didn't. As it turns out, we didn't. You didn't have to watch it. I apologize. Sorry, everybody. This one's on me. I, I'm. Apologies. Uh-huh. We'll we'll come back next week and we'll have something that's better for you. Yeah, I think. Hopefully. Please come back. I hope that this isn't the last episode you all listen to. Bye. Yeah, I have an anime in an hour, so I gotta get going. So. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, fair. I gotta back myself up to that appointment. Yeah. All right. See you, folks. I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. Livy currently and Mark Shapiro should be in jail. He has no pizza experience. He's never been in the pizza category. I would just say, stay tuned. The day of reckoning will come. The record will be straight. Why not set the record straight now? I mean, what is it about the record that's not straight? (laughs) Stay tuned.